Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirar de Huello. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, you have stopped in for a visit with your friend, Dr. Andrew Michaels. You are always welcome, and he invites you in for a conversation that, knowing him, could go in any direction. What did you do? Oh my goodness. Are you okay? No, 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 no. Stop, stop. Stop. Don't, don't. Don't get upset. Just come on in. Sit down. Actually, no, 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 no. Here. On this chase lounge. Here, sit down here. Let me adjust this pillow. Come on. Come on over here. Lean back. Let me adjust it for you. It's an automatic. You know, you can do it with this switch. And we can lower the head down. There you go. Okay. Here, let me extend the headrest. There. It fits you perfect. Here, get your legs up on the end of the chase lounge. Okay, there you go. Sure, you can take your shoes off. It's, it's all right. Or you can wear your shoes. It's all right. It's, it's not a big deal. Okay, good. Is that more comfortable than... All right. Yeah, we definitely want to get that knee up off the ground and get the weight off of it. Well, it's okay. You know, it's... Who knows what causes a wonky knee like that? Sometimes you twist your knee, twist your leg, your hip. You know, here you think it's your knee, but it's actually your hip. You know? And then you start walking funny, and your ankle hurts, your knee hurts, your hip hurts, just everything hurts. It's totally all right. Yeah. No, I understand. The big thing is we've got to get you to relax, sit back, and I've got this cream that I'm going to use. It's a roll-on cream, and it works really well on pain. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Hemp Vivana, Hemp Vana, V-A-N-A-H-E-M-P-V-A. And hey, and I use it all the time as a roll-on roll. You just roll it over the uh, affected area. Doesn't matter if it's bones, skeletal, ligaments, whatever, and it works wonders. Yeah, the, the pain eases up, and uh, I feel like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I try it on your knee? And we're gonna put it behind the knee, on the sides, and on the top. You'd think as much as I talk about it and like it that it's my sponsor, but it's actually not my sponsor. (laughs) No, my sponsor is actually Manscaped.com, and uh, you can use Manscaped.com for all 
your below-the-waist grooming needs. Now, fixing pain in your knee is not a grooming issue. No. <laughs> but it is nice when you're cleaned and groomed. And then if you do have a small problem with your skin, it's easy to get to because you don't have all the hair in the way. You know, you can see what the problem is. Like if you have a cut or an abrasion or, you know, like a sore spot, it's a lot easier to deal with when you don't have any hair in the way blocking, you know, your view. And then, you know, you put medicine on uh, the affected area and the hair gets all matted and yucky. It's just gross. So Manscaped is perfect for taking care of those kind of problems and they are the sponsor of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you use the code Terrar, T-I-R-A-R, you can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping on all your orders. Manscaped.com. I'm telling you, I use it, I love it, and I appreciate it. And remember, your balls will thank you. <laughs> I know. Well, that one I did off the top of my head because I've been doing it for weeks now. So I think I got the the whole thing down pretty good. And I was telling the truth. Like, see how your knee and your leg are all perfectly shaved and clean. So when I put the roll-on, Hemphana roll-on all over your knee, it goes immediately into the skin. It doesn't get matted up in your hair it doesn't get all gross looking you know and sticky and then get all over your clothes we can just let it sit here and um, let it soak into the knee and then we can talk and when we're done talking i'll put a little more on right before you leave and roll your pant leg down and that way you'll have you know, two treatments before you leave. Does that sound like a good idea? I thought so. So, besides the fact that you have a wonky knee and you're not feeling that great, what did you want to talk about today? Oh my gosh, really? I I didn't know that bothered you. Are you serious? Oh, no, we can talk about that. Well, you know, I just, what's important to one person is not always important to another. You know, like I sit around and I worry about things like, you know, whether or not a meteorite's going to hit the planet or. You know, if we're going to go to war in Ukraine with Russia and whether or not Ukraine's going to join NATO and, you know, how my kids are doing and, you know, when you know, my son was over the other day and we had such a great visit and it was just so nice to touch base with him and you think you could forget about the Super Bowl, forget about everything else. My son was over so I got to talk to him. So all my other worries and troubles just went out the door. I got to have this intelligent conversation with him. And it was really nice to see him and my daughter, Bree, 
and they're just wonderful young people, and he looks like he's in great shape. He's really taking care of himself, and uh, he's, oh my God, he's, he's built like a brick, you know, outhouse. He's solid as a rock. The man has muscles on top of his muscles. I mean, if anybody ever bothers that young man, he's six foot five. He's got to be 280 pounds, even though he's in perfect shape. <laughs> he's solid muscle. He should have played football. I know. He would have been in the Super Bowl. They would have been like, who is this guy? Oh, my God. He's massive. <laughs> yeah. He, he's V-cut, he's v too. He's like, it's all shoulders and triceps and biceps. And it's like, his hands are like meat hooks. And it's like, holy crap. And I said, uh, my daughter was sitting there. And I go, my gosh, Max, you're in great shape. Have you been working out? And he just kind of looked at me and he's like, you know, does like a little bodybuilding thing. And I go, well, we all know that's why Bree married him. <laughs> and she got a little embarrassed, but she, she, she laughed. She goes, yep, that's why I married him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's good looking and, uh, I'm really proud of him. He's struggled, uh, finding like. He works. He has good jobs. <clears throat> but he struggles to find, like... There's a difference between a job and a career. And he's, like, getting jobs. And he does well. And he makes money. But they're not a career. And I I really worry about him. Because I think he hasn't really found his life's calling. And something that he really wants to put time into and like i said you know he works he's not afraid to work he's not afraid to do hard physical work mental work uh, he's good at administration details running uh, crews of people you know so he's he's been in management he's he's been in charge of people he's and he's also just you know went out and had jobs just to pay the bills and he's just never really quite hit that mark yet something that's something he can put his teeth into and build on and have a, a true career I almost think he should go into teaching because he has the degree and I think he would be absolutely excellent as a school teacher um, or a college professor he would I think he kind of missed his calling there, and I, I mentioned it. But, you know, parents, you say things, but then you back off. You know, you don't, you know, you don't push. You just plant the seed, let them think about it, maybe ask them again sometime. But, you know, don't, if you try to say you ought to do this or you should do that, they just push back, you know, they just push back or they shut you off. Or they ignore you because it's not the kids do it on purpose. Just sometimes, you know, it takes them a while to, you know, they don't all, they, they want to be their own person. They want to be their own man. And they don't need dad and mom telling them what to do. And that's okay. That's what you want. I raised my kids, <laughs> all three of them really, to be very independent and, uh, all three are kind of a little bit of a loner in their own right. Uh, they're a great team player at work. 
and they're uh, wonderful with their uh, significant others. They're, you know, well, my sons are absolutely devoted uh, to their their wives, in in their case, and uh, they're very good kids. But they're you know a little bit of a loner, you know. They march to the beat of a, their own drum, and you know you raise them that way, so you gotta let them find their own path. You can't just push them down the road and expect them to just figure everything out immediately because you've got it all figured out because you're a freaking genius because you've been here 50 years and you got it all down. you got to give them time to figure it out on their own. And I'm proud of them, you know. I, I don't think I say it enough. And here I am, you know. We're supposed to be talking about your problem. We're supposed to be talking about what happened to you and I'm just rambling on blah 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 just talking about my own situation I'm so sorry but getting back to you it's something you're concerned with and you're upset about and I absolutely agree I don't think about it as much as you do but I do think it is a, it's a, it's a problem in the world that we need to spend some time on. We need to talk about it. We need to develop, uh, you know, ways to solve the problem. And and I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. It is something that we need to talk about. What part of it bothers you the most? Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I get that. I feel that way, too. I have, I have thought about that and how the ramifications of those actions, you know, affect so many people. We've, we've got to be more diligent. We've got to be better shepherds with what we've been given on this planet. You know, whether you're an atheist or an agnostic or a a religious person, you know, a God-fearing person of any denomination or or a polytheist or a monotheist or an atheist, like I said, we are given one gift inalienable. Can't say the word. Is that the whole thing? Can he say the word inalienable rights? We have been given an inalienable right to live and have life. We are part of an ecosystem of living creatures. We are alive. We are conscious, sentient beings. This is a gift, whether it's God or the universe, we are here and understand it. We perceive the universe around us. We were given this momentary gift of life. It's a short-lived. It's just a little tiny floating ember of life in the vast sea of the universe. 
whether we've been here 6,000 years, as some people think, or 14.5 billion years, it doesn't matter. The point of it is, our lifetime, our lifespan, is just a short time period in the life of the universe around us. And we are given the gift of seeing it, knowing it, interpreting it, and understanding it. The comprehension that we live in this universe is a gift beyond, beyond anything that could be given to us. Think about that for just a minute. You are sitting there perceiving the problems of the world, the problems of the world that we live on, the problems in this universe, and you can understand them. Maybe not completely, but you do understand them. And to have that amazing gift and put in the body, in the mind of a creature that only lives a very short time. And the whole point of the exercise of you having this momentary wisdom and intelligence and sentience in this world is the hope that you will pass on what you've learned to the next generation to your children and your grandchildren to the people coming after you that we may build a ladder of humanity of knowledge that our children's children could stand on the shoulders of the giants that came before them and wrote down, studied, figured it out, and left the information for those coming ahead to push us further down the line. What a gift. What a gift. Whether you wrote down your stories in a holy book, or you wrote down your stories in a scientific journal, or whether you wrote down your stories in a personal journal, you know, a diary. The point is, you left the memories, the learned facts, the learned stories that you passed on from you to the next generation and you helped that next generation go a little bit further down the line through studying through interpretation and through you know review of all the information before them they could build on top of it you sped the process up they didn't have to learn it all for themselves. They could learn it from you. And then they could discover new things. They could go out and search and let their curiosity and their drive to learn more push them further and further. We see science, literature, math, 
the understanding of the cosmos, that knowledge expanding geometrically faster and faster. We are building computers and memory storage facilities to retain the knowledge that we have gathered in the last hundred years. And it's a beautiful thing that we do this together. You know, you think we don't, but we do. All of mankind works towards the goal of teaching the next generation, whether they think they are actively in that pursuit or not. We all participate. And we participate more and more and more as in our technology becomes integrated with our tribal our tribalism that we still exhibit from our earlier days. We think we're alone, yet we are connected to every other human being on the planet right now. We just haven't chose to take advantage of it. Some of us are alone through choice. We wish to be alone. We don't want to connect with others. But the opportunity is there, and some have taken advantage of that and have connected with people all over the world, built their own new tribes, built like-minded groups, echo chambers, or just simple little social groups to show how they finished their most recent macrame project. And there's nothing wrong with it. Even bad ideas need to be aired out. They need to be spread so that they can be reviewed, so that they can be deconstructed, so that they can be monitored and studied. And we can find a better way for all of us together. If you don't know what a bad idea is, it festers under an umbrella hidden from society. The best way to deal with these bad ideas are to bring them out into the open, into the light, and let people review, deconstruct, and work on them. Change a bad idea, take the elements that are good, and make it a good new idea. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes we are afraid of People getting together in like-minded groups, echo chambers, shutting themselves off from the rest of society. But they really aren't. They think they are, but they're not, because they're always voicing their opinions outside of the echo chamber, outside of their select group of friends. And whenever they are, they're bombarded with ideas opposite of their own, or variations on a theme and this helps them expand their ideas and it helps them reevaluate their ideas and open up their minds open up their thoughts you know you think you're closed off you think you're never going to change your mind you think that nothing is going to make you do something different than the way you feel right now but people can change. They change 
all the time. And right now you're worried that people are stuck in this mire. And this, this mud of bad ideas. And you think they're never going to change. They're never going to evolve. They're never going to seek out a better way. But you're wrong. They do. They change all the time. Enlightenment does not come from outside. It comes from within. And the light that everyone has inside them is in everyone. Everyone has the ability to grow, to learn, and to change. It doesn't matter what age you are, what sex you are, and it doesn't matter what your education level is. You can learn new skills, new trades, new hobbies, anytime you decide to stop what you're doing and make a change. And people do change all the time. They do. Sometimes it's a life event. Sometimes it's a political event. Sometimes it's a religious epiphany. And sometimes it's a chance, you know, accidental discovery. It doesn't matter. It's okay to change. It's okay to make mistakes. And it's okay to go down the wrong path. As long as you're willing to acknowledge, you know, I think I'm going down the wrong path. And I'm willing to listen. And I'm willing to learn. And that's what I wanted to leave everybody with today. It's okay. I don't want people going through life thinking that they made a decision and everybody doesn't like them now. Okay, that's in the past. It's over. It's done. You made that decision and you have to live with it. Right? And you have to live with the ramifications of that action and all the results that come from it. Okay? But it is in the past. What can you do now to make a difference in your life and in the lives of others that will be a positive thing? Let's concentrate on now and quit punishing you and the rest of society for all the mistakes of the past. That's fine. We know there was a mistake, a screw-up, a bad decision. Great. But it's in the past now. Now it is time to move on. And I think you deserve that chance. It's bad enough you have a wonky knee. Let's put a little more of that treatment on right now, okay? Good. Yeah, how's that feel? I want to get it on the back side too. And then I'm going to roll your pant leg down and sit you up. Can you give me your hands? Good. 
Let's sit you up gently. All right. You're almost asleep there, you know. <laughs> Do you feel better today? Good. How's the knee? You want to put a little bit of weight on it and I'll help you get up? All right, I'll just watch. All right. Is it feeling better? Good. I'm so glad. Well, I think you look great. And I think you have a good glow in your skin, your outlook, and I love your smile. And I'm glad you came here today. You look wonderful. Well, I was happy to see you too. And I'm glad we got to talk. Of course, I rambled on as usual. <laughs> well, I swear we had a conversation about nothing, but I think I did say a few things in there, so I'll try harder when I give you a rambling talk about nothing. Next time I'll try a little harder to absolutely talk about nothing. <laughs> I know. I enjoyed your time, too. Well, until I see you again, please have a most blessed day, okay? All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Support for ASMR Get Out of the Whale is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping the code TIRAR at manscaped.com That's the code T-I-R-A-R at manscaped.com Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone who might enjoy it and to rate or review it on your podcast player of choice. Those small things only take a few minutes, and they really do help our podcast grow. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash Links to connect with us on social media and to take a look at our merchandise can be found in the show notes. The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardahuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels and his entire staff, thank you.